Traditions in the Great Outdoors. Welcome to Ozark Traditions TV Podcast, a place where outdoor topics are discussed. Now sit back as today's host brings you the outdoors inside. Ozark Traditions in the Great Outdoors. All right, guys, welcome back to another Ozark Traditions TV Podcast. I'm TJ. I got Matt and Justin with me like always, and today we have... The legendary Freddie King on here. Anybody who's done any kind of a waterfowl hunting, watch some of that echo duck hunting back in the, you know, I'm not going to say back in the day because it wasn't that long ago, but he's been doing it a minute. But uh, Freddie, how you doing, buddy? I'm glad you come on here to talk to us. Hey, I'm doing great. Great to be here with you guys. Talk a little bit about duck hunting, a little bit about dogs, a little bit about change of things, man. It's amazing. I've been in this thing for a long time. I've seen it changing. Oh, yeah. Well, you've been down there shooting them ducks for a while. I know that. I've I've watched you for, I can't. I don't remember which Echo. I've got a couple DVDs, Echo DVDs of with you and Rusty and all them guys just hammering them down back when back when Arkansas had ducks. Because when what I read on the internet, there ain't no ducks down there no more. So, well, we're finally getting a little bit smart, you know, and and, and claiming that. But I mean, there's a lot of truth to it. You know what I mean. <laughs> well, we, well, for a long time, everybody was like, "Come to Arkansas, come to Arkansas, come to Arkansas." Now we're like, "Don't come to Arkansas, don't come to Arkansas." <laughs> well, it but, is. Uh, it ain't no know, better up here. Well, I, I hear that. No, it's definitely you know, like I said, things change, turn, but it's it's one hunt right now. There's more ducks in the state than you can shake a stick at. We've had some weather, and it's all due to hunting pressure and you know mother nature, and and it, it is what it is. But I mean. You know as well as I, we could kill a limit every single day, and we'd still not be happy. Oh yeah, we didn't kill, we didn't kill them fast enough. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it's always something. Well, that oh, it is. that post you posted the other day, I thought made lots of sense about. Yeah, that was spot on. There's so many more people duck hunting nowadays than there used to be. Like it's almost oh, it's almost yeah. cool to do that now. See, I'm not that old. I'm 31 years old. I started hunting for ducks when I was about 10 years old, and I can remember. Around here, you'd never see two or three guys a year. And now, it's like a TikTok fame thing. Guys out duck hunting, driving their boats through the woods 50 mile an hour, jumping beaver dams, you know. All that stuff Freddie King was doing way before it was cool. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. You know, and I, I, I hate to say this, but I shouldn't have been that way. I should have been. But, you know, with, back then I was younger, too. So, you know, I had a little bit of, little bit of ignorance in me. I'm still ignorant. I'm just not quite as we've all grown up just a little bit well we do but i mean you're right 100 percent. you know a lot of folks you know they want to claim this and that and say man it ain't as good as this well it may not be quite as good as what it was let's say 10 15 years ago but you know the, the thing about it is these are still the golden years of duck hunting i mean we've got liberal limits we're able to hunt 60 days we kill suck six six ducks during that period, some some states can kill eight mountains, you know, or six mountains. Excuse me, uh, uh, you know the 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 the, the Western California, Idaho, those places they have some, some extremely liberal limits. And 25, 30, 35, 40 years ago, we did not have that. You know, back when I started growing up, I mean, we killed one duck. You know, one duck, man. You you killed a great mountain, you done. That's it. Yeah. So you get. That's it, you know, and 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 uh, then we killed two, then three, then four, and and now we're able to go out there and, and had a thirty day duck season, you know. 
now we can hunt a lot longer. We can kill a lot more ducks. We have all this ground uh, available to us public land hunters. Of course, we all, each one of us wants it all to ourselves, but I mean, that's, that's we got to have everybody. But, but and uh, I tell you what's a little big. I've hunted some public land quite a bit, everything I hunt actually. And if everybody just kind of hunt together, it'd be, you'd be amazed how many ducks everybody could kill. But it seems like everybody's wanting to step on somebody else's shoes or downwind somebody, or it's just it's a big fight. And it does, you know, if everybody just get along and work together, everybody yeah. could kill their ducks. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that way. No, it don't. I tell you what, it it it's now we don't hunt public ground near as hard as what we were, you know, four and five years ago, and and it's mainly because of our group has kind of gotten smaller. A lot of guys, some of the guys got married, moved off. And, you know, and, and some of my very best, you know, Tyler's passing and that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But, you know, everything's kind of kind of slid a little bit away from the public stuff the way we used to run. But I can tell you this, those last couple of years that we were public land hunting, it was pretty doggone awesome. Because I can remember a couple of times we were working big groups of ducks and the boys uh, on the hole above us and below us had ducks dropping in and but only ones and twos and they could see that big group and they knew that they were going to pour in on us and they never ever shot they waited till we started shooting before they ever shot and both groups on each end got to shoot birds because exactly what you just said you know kind of working on it and and you know and there's that happened a lot more often three or four years ago now we ain't been in the public ground quite as much with that kind of pressure last couple of years, but I know it's kind of gotten a little bit tougher. Uh, and, but it seemed like about eight or 10 years ago, man, it was kind of a, uh, doggy doggy world there. For mm-hmm. a little bit, I tell you what yeah. I think has something to do with it too, is everybody thinks, you know, everybody's shooting three and a half inch shotguns with extended full chokes that shoots 70 yards and they think they can shoot ducks at 70 yards. And, with the, with the day's shot that we get to use, you know, how that steel shot is, ain't none of it good. I mean, some of it's better than others, but none of it's good in my opinion. But, you know, if everybody worked ducks, like we hunted, me and Matt, we hunted a little bitty lake up here this year, and it was probably, what, 10, 15-acre lake. Mm-hmm. And these birds was, we didn't kill a lot. We killed, what, two limits, I think, yeah. three guys. But every bird we shot was 10 yards. Yeah. I mean, yeah. when you shoot them, they'd pillowcase. Look like you shot a pillowcase. They's yeah. dead. There's no cripples. They worked. The and dog it, got the. I, I told Matt. I said, you know, I've went out and I said I've killed a lot of ducks before in a day. Limits. But I said that this year that was our best hunt. Oh yeah. Just because of the way the birds worked and you know and watching the dog. I'm a big dog. I've got a dog myself. I mean, he ain't nothing like none of the dogs Freddie King's got, but. He goes, and gets, he goes and gets they my all, ducks and brings it to me, so that's all he, I care about. He holds his own. He's all right. He's all right. I took him crappie fishing today, though, and I don't think that was a good idea. He tried to eat the jigs off my pole. And <laughs> I had a squirrel. Oh, no. I had a squirrel <laughs> run down the bank, and he bailed out of the boat and jumped out. And tried to, it was a mess. I was like, well, all right. Maybe we won't go fishing no more. <laughs> but, so, Freddie... How has the technology changed in duck hunting from time you started till today? I mean, it's changed quite a bit. I mean, here's the thing. When I come out of high school and even years after high school, you know, if somebody would have told me that, man, you're going to have a phone one of these days that you're going to be able to drive around your truck and call somebody and then 
then you're going to be able to take pictures and send it to them. And then, then you're going to be able to shoot videos and send them to them. And, and all, you know, I told, told them that you are a freaking ignorant, you know, you just <laughs> a dumb work. And, but that kind of technology along with, you know, the GPS and, and, and just the, the fact that how easy you can scout areas just, you know, through your phone and watch travel patterns of ducks and stuff. I mean, they're, they're fixing to have it, guys, where in the next year, maybe two years, they can do it already. They just hadn't turned it loose to the public to where you can follow these ducks, mass, the, the migration and uh, in, in plot uh, just from the, the, the radio collar ducks. And even when there's a lot of ducks or geese take to the air and fly, they cloud up radar. Yeah. And, uh, and they see them, they see them, they see them, they see them, they see them. And it's going to be, it won't be long to where you'll be able to, you know, Hey, this dog was, or this dog, this duck was, was radio collared in, in, in Peace River, Canada. This one over here was, you know, in Eastern Canada. And you're going to be able to follow those and see where, you know, that group of ducks is coming down and you'll be able by keeping up with eight or 10 different ducks, be able to watch travel patterns and, and it's coming to that. Believe me, it is because they're already letting loose where a lot of these ducks and what their travel patterns are like already. So, I mean, so, so does that make it easier for you as a duck hunter to plan how to hunt them? Well, I mean, it, you can definitely see where, okay, man, these ducks right now, they're in northeast Arkansas. They're real they're real strong. You know, I've been hunting down here and on um, the scatters or something. I need to go north and blah, blah, blah. And, and it, it's going to make that, but it, it's going it, to it's put a lot more pressure in areas. But, you know, I mean, that's just kind of my thinking on, on where things are going to go if, if, if they were to let me go that way, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, because just like years ago, when somebody said you're gonna have that cell phone, you're gonna be able to do this and that and that and this, I would have, you know, thought they was the most idiot, and they would have been, you know, in my opinion, they'd been the stupidest. That guy, I man, he needs to go seek some professional help. <laughs> but, but in all reality, that it's all transpired, all that stuff, you know, it's transpired. The things we can do with technology, not only that, I mean, there's. There's the the you can go back and look at past maps and how ducks would travel the state and how they're moving forward, you know, kind of going a little bit to, further to the west. And you've got a lot that's moving, tightening up on the Mississippi River, the not getting as wide each side and, and traveling down, and then all of a sudden getting below the Little Rock line and just exploding east and west where before they were already out that wide. You know, and, and so you can kind of see how things are changing just through that kind of technology and being able to look at holes now with your phone and find this and that. And, you know, this it, it's gotten crazy. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's gotten easy. It's gotten crazy. It's gotten fun. you got to be, I don't know, it's kind of like these folks with these daggum uh, TVs and going out there catching crappie, you know. And I mean, it's... <laughs> That ain't no lie. It's a it's a video game almost anymore with them guys. Well, it is. I mean, there was a buddy that sent me a video. They had a big screen set up in an iChat on a Lake Michigan or one of them lakes up there. A big screen with their deal. 
and there's four or five guys like at a football game grouping and screaming at the TV going, jiggle it, jiggle it, jiggle it. And I mean, that's, that's exactly what it's come to. And that's, everybody wants to be a part of that. You know what I mean? Oh, that's, yeah. That's, that's the pressure. That's the TikTok attitude. That's the, and listen, I love all these kids. I love all the generations. I love we're, we're, we've all been idiots. We're all going to be idiots. We all grow up. We all get better. That sort of thing. And it's, but we got to have each and every one of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We got We got to have each. You know, even though I'd look over and say, "Man, I just don't trust that guy with a gun." I still need him out there. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway. You know, and another thing about the ducks, we're going back to the ducks here. Everybody thinks that the weather is the biggest thing with waterfowl. That's any waterfowl. If you don't have weather pushing ducks down there, which, you know, you hear all this crap about heated lakes and stuff up here, which is all BS, you know. Well, I mean, I'm sure. Well, I mean, other than them heated ponds, we we hunt. Other than that. Yeah, we got a hot water heater over on the bank. We just (laughs) circle it. It just, but. It don't get cold like it used to, I feel like. Like, it used to. Well, I mean, this year, our duck hunting got fire right before it closed. Last week of season. Yeah. We well, that's it. the way everything. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's definitely. Our, our our seasons have shifted about 30 days later. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, in 30 days later, we haven't had them just blistering ass hot that gum summer. Yep. And, we really have and, and so you know everything's kind of getting monotone and and maybe shifting thirty days later as far as the winter summer the winter spring summer fall kind of deal. So and I mean and with that you know we got our all this extra pressure and and granted don't get me wrong weather is only about in my opinion thirty percent of it seventy percent of it is those fools out there. There's yeah. just so many of us. I mean, right now, if you saw the ducks on the property that that were were banding ducks, uh, white oaks, uh, straight lakes, uh, over at Coca Cola right now, if you were to saw the see the ducks there, even on some of these lakes, on some of these public areas where there ain't no water, just because there's no pressure, the ducks are there. Yeah. And I mean, that's just and and so it's it's seventy percent up. And I mean. And don't get me wrong, like I said, we need each and every one of us, but it's we're we're our own problem and, and we wanna blame everybody else. We wanna blame these heated ponds, we wanna blame this and that and on that and I, I get so tickled because everybody's like, Man, you need to come down to Louisiana because there ain't no ducks down here and this and that and see how, you know, bad y'all are stopping this and that. I said, Well, I don't know about y'all, but I got some buddies down in Mexico that are pounding the hell out of some ducks right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and like killing <laughs> piles of them. They don't got to worry about limits uh, or nothing. Kill, well, that's right. So they jumped Louisiana and Texas and went on down. Why? Because all us fools drove them on down there. And even though they're pounding them down there, there's only like one hunter per. 10,000 acres where here it's like 100 per 100 acres on the national, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. the national waterfowl. So that's a big difference in pressure, buddy. And people talk about Canada, all this and that. Of course, Canada's got a lot of pressure, but it's, it's even less pressured than Mexico per acre. And the reason is because Canada is like 
Canada is twice as big as the United States. People don't don't understand that. Yeah, it's so it much more vast. Free, yes, it's freaking huge how much <laughs> further up it goes. And Mexico, you got all this, you know, it all kind of just kind of curtails down in this one little old narrow, you know, little twig down there that ties into South America. But yeah. anyway, uh, but people don't want to think about that. They don't want to use their own brains. They want to blame everybody else. And I, I used to be that way until I, I, well, I, did, I don't know why I started thinking like this. It, I, I didn't buy that concept of no heat upon and and I could just see what was going on, especially once season closed. Every year, the ducks are here, thicker and thicker and thicker and thicker and thicker. So, yeah, when you yeah, stop shooting at them, they start showing up. It's weird. So that's it. Everybody listening, not only is Freddie King legendary duck hunter, he's also a pretty decent dog trainer. <laughs> so yeah, that's what they say. Oh, I've seen. Okay, so when I we first, might have watched a video I was or just getting when I first got my dog, I got him about four years ago. I got on YouTube and I watched about every dog training video you've had put out there for hours. And you know, my dog's doing he's pretty decent. He's not I don't really have him like retrieve like blind retrieve trained real great, but he does what I need to do and he goes and gets my ducks for me and whatever. But if people, if you need, you need to just go check out Freddie, which it's the retriever trainer, right? Freddie, am I saying that that's the right name for it? Yep, yep. The retriever trainer. It's uh, www.theretrievertrainer.com. And it's a 60 year deal with over a thousand videos. We're fixing to add a whole new series. You can, you can follow one puppy from seven weeks of age all the way through finished master derby qual open training. As far as you, it, it's just a matter of how far do you want to push your pup. And for 60 bucks, I, I personally, I personally answer and help every single member. And granted, I'm thankful that there's a lot. It's, it's so simple that I don't get bombarded with questions. And even as big as this thing's gotten, but I'm able to help everybody still. And you can ask any TRT member. I am 100% behind them. All they got to do is send me a message through PM and boom, we're there. We're helping them out. And, 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 and it's me 100% of the time. And uh, just making sure the dog is progressing them, keeping them in line and keeping them rolling with our training schematics. So, and it's, it, it's literally the only website that gives back on every level. We do we have professionals from all over the country come in. We do seminars. They're 100, these seminars can cost you 300 to $500 to go to. They're free for every single member. We, we put those, and all that's for 60 bucks. We do giveaways. We gave away three duck hunts this year. This, this next year, I'm going to probably give away five two day duck hunts. And I mean, you just can't, you can't beat it. And the, the very best thing is, we have got a private group that is awesome. Tons of pros, tons of strong, proven amateurs, and everybody's on the same level playing field. In other words, you know, if you ask a question, if a newbie asks a question, there's no chips on those shoulders, no bigger than holier than now kind of attitudes that you see in a lot of these other groups. Everybody wants to make sure that you and your pup become the very best team possible. Yeah. And you can't beat that. No, no. You can't not. beat that. Hey, 
if you can get your dog trained if you, and you're and you know and you're doing it yourself which i think a lot of people just want to like send their dog off and go pick it up which i know that works too but i feel like you're better to do it yourself like let your dog you train oh, your dog yeah. well you got to train the human too well yeah that's well, I mean, no joke it, it, well i mean here's the thing don't get me wrong. I'm a pro trainer. I take people's dogs. I, I love you bringing me to your dog and your money and let me do everything. But then I'm going to spend time. It's harder to train a human than it is a dog. The yeah. one great thing about you training your own dog, there's several great things, but the most, the best thing is both you and your pup. No, let's say, you know, nothing, both of you know, nothing through the TRT method and training and dog training period. Both of y'all, become educated on along the road together so no matter what all the training you y'all have done you both have a click with each other so y'all still work together great as a team and and you can't get that if you come and and you're a new a novice or even a a, a dog owner that's had maybe one or two labs you can't get that with a dog that I've trained for eight, 10 months and you come and pick him up and you go out there, that dog's not going to click with you. He's not going to know your every move. And it's going to take you two or three years to actually get to where y'all are a solid team. And, and the thing about it is that same amount of time y'all would have been, y'all would have already been clicking. Did, Did it make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, and I, I think mean, that's a I think a mistake a lot of people make with trying to train a dog is they try to they want it done now, you know oh, they, yeah. they want to just snap their fingers and that thing's doing everything they see on TV. That ain't how it works. And you've got to have <laughs> no. the patience of Job to train a dog because they will absolutely drive you nuts when they're like that's it. it, it and it, you know I I tell everybody I said listen you have got to when when no matter what. You have always got to keep a smile on your face and have fun. Yeah. No matter what, just keep a smile on your face and have a fun and and have a strong sense of humor. Um, it, because if you ain't got a sense of humor, you're gonna pull your hair out. You're gonna you ha- you have to be ready to laugh at every idiotic thing that you're doing. Because I'm telling you right now, I can I can even walk to the line with the very best dog out there. He and if the first time I start bragging on one, he's gonna make an idiot. He's gonna he's gonna make a liar out of him. Oh so, yeah, that that happens know. all the time. I don't even brag oh, on mine does. anymore because he just. I don't know. I'll be like, and boy, it, he'll retrieve every duck, and then we'll get out there, and he'll just for the, whatever the reason that day he ain't gonna do it. So then I'll look stupid. But you know how men, <laughs> you know how us men are though. We've always got the best dog, and if you tell a man his dog's oh, no I good, them's fighting words. You right, know? right. So. I but well, it, but I mean, it's there's no you training your own pup and and taking them to to those upper end levels. It's on your own. There's 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 nothing better in my opinion. Oh, there's yeah. no you know the 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 bond you're gonna build with that pup and just the team that y'all become. It, you're gonna be solid. It's it's, no it's a really neat thing to have a relationship with your hunting buddy like that. Cause I know last year, I mean, my son plays basketball and I've been real proud of him, but I, to this day, I ain't been more proud of my, him as I was my dog. He retrieved two ducks at once last year 
and I wish I'd have been <laughs> recording it. And I'm telling you right now, it was like my own son graduated <laughs> high school. I mean, I was just. I mean, I was just beyond myself. And, of course, it was just me and my old man there, you know, and nobody else to see it. And Dad's like, what's he doing? I said, he's going to get the other one. Well, I just said that, you know. He goes over and grabs with his teal, you know, little ducks. But he grabbed both of them, brought them to me, and I thought, well. I mean, I was floating on cloud nine. I thought, he ain't never done it since, but it was just. Well, have you killed two ducks since You're right. I guess you got to kill more than two ducks at one time. (laughs) Yeah, you got me there. Give me that one time. <laughs> uh, it's, hey it's been it's been a struggle but that's why we i mean i love duck i've and matt he's went with me a couple not near as much as i went this year but i don't even want to admit how many times i went and didn't kill anything i just talk about the good days you know we had like five days we went duck hunting this year maybe it's good yeah <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about the 30 other times i went and didn't take the safety off yeah, you know, and it's part of it. I mean, it really is. You got to be able to laugh at, you know, just like laughing at the book. You got to be able to go out there and have a good time and not kill a thing. And because, I mean, good grief, that's, that's the way it's supposed to be. That, and that's what I get, what I'm trying to convey. You know, I make some stupid posts and ignorant stuff and that kind of stuff. But, you know, that's what it's about. Those are your golden years, you know. I mean, that, that's all there is to it. It's a lot of, we always have a, we've went on the same snow goose hunt for three years down there. And I think we've killed 20 snow geese if you added them all together. Right. But we've always had a blast and it's easy hunting. It's just an old pit blind. It's, you know, we just waddle out there and we sit out there all day and eat breakfast and BS all day. And if a goose flies by, we'll shoot it. But, right. you know, we ain't out there, Tony Vandemore killing 1500 head at a time, but we have a great time doing it and. This year we we decided we're gonna go north. This year we're gonna I mean, we've been going down there in your neck of the woods about every year after them sky cart. But this year we're gonna go try up north. But it you know it ain't never about how many birds we've killed. It's always been it's about the adventure. It, and it is an adventure. It has always been an adventure. I found out this year that Matt doesn't eat syrup on his pancakes, so that it threw us all way <laughs> off. We're out there eating pancakes in the blind and. Passing the syrup down. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. You heard me. It, it gets no, in my sir. beard. I don't care. You I got a beard. I, you wear the stuff and save it for later. No. Yes. I, I you, just, you, you take one of them pancakes and fold it up and stick it in your pocket and take it with you. I don't think And I when can. you feel that syrup, you, you poke and I couldn't choke down a pancake without that. syrup on it. You're always talking sick. You're, you're leaving good pancakes. <laughs> so I, I guarantee you this. I, I, my beard gets big, gnarly, and everything. And that, I, I got to cut it off and duck things done because, I, I mean, that, that, there's just this strong smell of bacon and, <laughs> and a lot of <laughs> bacon and garlic. So, it, 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 you know, by the end of duck season, it's like, no, that's got to go. That's what I was, I was getting ready to get to. Now, I follow you on Facebook, obviously, and I've watched you. Now, we can't go this whole podcast without talking about your right-hand man, Peanut, because it seems like she trains them dogs, and she does. She deals with the crap you put her through. I mean, you got to give her a little shout-out here. Oh, I'm telling you, that thing that behind every great or successful whatever, you know, whatever you want to say, man, is a good woman. That With me, that is no doubt about it. I would not be the person where I'm at or any of that kind of stuff if it wasn't. 
she literally is the hardest working gal I have ever seen. I mean, it's nonstop. She wears me out just watching her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. I mean, it's like, I don't know where she gets her energy, but she just will not stop. Uh, uh, she'll, she'll go out there and she'll get each one of them. I will have messed with the dog, made a circle, start, and she's already getting the dogs out, you know, walking them around, letting them run and do this and do that. And, uh, I mean, mornings we load up, she's got the birds a lot of times already loaded in the truck and, I mean, there is no ifs, ands, or buts. And the thing about it is, not only that, but she absolutely loves to go out there and hunt and fish and do all that until it gets cold. Right. That's where my <laughs> wife's at. My wife's all about that fishing until it's not spring or summer. I'm like, hey, let's oh, go yeah. crappie fishing. They're biting real good. She's like, it's 45 degrees outside. I don't think so. I'm like, I, I've yeah. got her to go duck hunting with me once. And she got out there and got stuck in the mud, and she's never been back. I was like, "Well, it's I guarantee it's going to be wet, it's going to be muddy, and it's going to be cold. But you're going to have time in your life." And she didn't. She she hated it. So I haven't got her to duck hunt with me much. But and she then the hunting thing. She likes to hunt, but then again, when she shoots something, she feels bad about it. <laughs> she shot this buck this year. She's all excited. We got up there, and then she's like, "Oh." You know, well, he's dead. I'm like, good shot, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure y'all seen the buck thing that she's. I'm ruining her. You know, she's killed some pretty dang nice oh, bucks yeah. with her crossbow and stuff, and and all that. And man, she'll she loves it. She'll go till it gets about 65, 60 degrees, and then it's like she's dressing for Antarctica. Yeah, and, it's just, and she can't move. You know, so yeah. so she's only been duck hunting a few times just because of that. So, but yeah. anyway, but no, you're right. There's 100% she, she deserves a big shout out for all she does. Especially oh, yeah. Especially putting up with, especially putting up with you. That's what I was getting ready to say because you kind of aggravate her, which is awesome, I think. That's it. That's it. Well. I've got to gotta ask you about this picture on Facebook you posted. Uh, is this 22 short, long, and 22 mag cylinder, the Peacemaker pistol? It says you were three years old when your dad bought it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's the, the the only reason I did that was mom. She uh uh, Tina has the paperwork or something like that. And my mom, she does all kinds of uh, uh, computer junk. And but anyway, uh, Tina had ran over and come back. And mom said, "Hey, here's that that key deal." And I was like, "Key deal?" But anyway, and she showed it to me. And I was like, "I'll be dang! I've been looking for that thing for." forever you know that little colt screwdriver deal and uh and when she did that and i thought well i'm gonna take a picture of that and post that but i mean that's pretty cool you know i've, I've oh, had yeah. that gun dad you know passed away four or five years ago but uh i can remember that and and the thing about it is uh i've got a winchester i think is it a model 94 dad had bought the year before that and then he's got like this holster that i mean it's a real nice holster that you know your pistol goes in and you, know, you got your rifle bullets that fits on uh, in there and all that kind of mess too but uh, i mean that stuff you know back then was probably only 25 30 dollars as far as that but i promise you the leather work in that thing now is probably probably five six hundred bucks now oh yeah yeah no yeah no it's pretty cool i think we should all go back to wearing stuff like that 
Instead of this concealed to carry stuff, just I want the whole leather pouch, the bullets all the way around. The, the, oh, yeah. The, the I mean, big yeah. iron on your side. That's what I'm talking well, about. Well, I mean, come on. I mean, you know, if if if, if you're looking at a guy over there and you're going and he and you see him carry and you see his web, you're gonna have respect. I mean, that's why people had respect for each other back in the day. You know what I mean? Right. They Absolutely. It's amazing. It's amazing see, how much a gun can do without even being pulled out of the holster. I mean, oh, look at it, it this way. An old boy walks in the gas station up behind you and he thinks he's going to rob it and then he looks down and you've got one strapped on the side. He might think twice about doing that. You know? Well, of course, especially when he looks around and sees seven or eight other people out there and then I got to still make it to my vehicle. It's out there past them other two or three. I don't know. No, no. I think I'll pay for this stick of gum. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't no joke. People don't realize that. Like, if you would just... Good guns would keep a lot of the bad guns away, I guess is what I'm getting at. But that's a whole nother ball of wax there. That that whole thing. It is. <laughs> We'd be it out is. here all night trying to talk about stuff like that. Yeah. So no, you said you was doing some trapping, Freddie? Is that what you was doing tonight? Yeah. yeah. Actually, Pennant and I, we pulled up to the farms. We, we got some traps we're going to uh, set this evening. And then I've got a depredation permit for skunk uh Skunks and and possums, coons, uh, and all kinds of predators like that for turkey. Yeah, it's time of year, real good time. We'll peanut night. We did live feed last year. Matter of fact, driving around a couple of farms and I shooting, you know, about everything you you they had glowing eyes uh, <laughs> with that twenty two magnum. We we shot several coons and that sort of thing. That's what fixing do tonight. And then we got beaver uh, issue over here. We're gonna set some traps and check some traps and that sort of thing. So, well, good, good luck. Time. Good luck, Tillions. That sounds like a good heck time. of a date night. I'm telling you right now, she just absolutely loves driving around and shining the lights at Christmas. She thinks that's a the coolest. Thing. <laughs> All right, she likes to shoot too. Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah. All right, Freddie. Well, we'll let you get to your trapping. Hey, we really appreciate you coming on here and talking with us tonight. We always enjoy. Here, seeing you on the Facebook and getting to talk to you in person was a treat for us, for sure. Well, I enjoyed it, fellas. Listen, anytime you want to do it again, holler at me. Look forward to maybe, maybe sharing a duck blind or maybe a hole in the timber this coming year. Hey, hey, that'd be all right. Hey, we'd he, be down there. Hey, in the he's morning. only <laughs> he's only two hours. He's only two hours south from my house. It ain't nothing but a gum hopping skip. All right, well, Freddie, we appreciate it, buddy. All right, boss, with it. Let me know if I can do something for you. All right, we will. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, folks. This is Matt Smith of Ozark Traditions TV. I hope you are enjoying this OTTV podcast. When you're not listening to the team members discuss hunting strategies and telling stories, you can go to our YouTube channel and watch your favorite episodes there. And while you're on the web, head on over to our Facebook page and give us a like. Thanks for listening to this week's OTTV podcast. This is Freddie King. You're listening to Ozark Editions TV podcast. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, how awesome was Freddie? Freddie King. Awesome. Awesome guy, guys. That was pretty cool. Be sure to go check out the Retriever Trainer if you are working with any, because I'm telling you guys, this guy has world, he is world-class dog trainer. 
uh, he'd probably train your wife for you if you paid him a little extra. Right. Well, and not just a retrieving dog, but, I mean, even the obedience side of it and stuff. Yeah. If you're just wanting to train your dog. Yeah. And like he said, 60 bucks for the entire thing. And if you can't get it done with that, you need to get rid of the dog. Because either that or you just don't need one. Yeah. I mean, it's... Not to mention he's a good duck. I mean, I've... See, that's how I... Uh, I'll have to go back. It's Echo Mallard Madness something. I've got three or four DVDs. And he was always the camera guy. Right, right. And he was always cutting up and doing all this stuff. And it was just, it was a good time. Well, I tell you what, you have to dig him up. And we'll put him in a Suburban and we'll watch him on the way down to Nashville. Yeah, I'll get him. Just to watch them guys shoot ducks like they used to. or I mean, they still do. Yeah, they're still doing it. Everybody thinks it's gotten worse and it hasn't. It's just more hunting pressure. Well, I tell you what. Well, here's the deal. Pretend deer ducks. Exactly. Well, and, and not just that, but like when he says we're in the golden years of it right now and we don't realize it, is people have gotten so accustomed, you know, like Freddie said, he started out, you could kill a duck. Right. A duck. Yeah. You know, well, now if you don't go out and kill your limit, you didn't have a good hunt. We've just gotten conditioned as hunters that we've got to go out there and we've got to kill our limit, whatever that is. Well, the problem with hunters now is we got to get that Instagram picture. We got to get that right, Facebook right. post of a tailgate full of birds. And the problem is, and you and you touched on it, you know, me, you, and Gage, probably the best hunt I've had in I don't know how many years. We didn't kill three limits. We killed two limits. Yeah, but it was just... But we had a ball. Well, in the, in the way the birds worked. I mean, we worked them in there and we killed them. Right. You know, we didn't... Yeah, could we have probably shot at some other ducks? Probably. Yeah. But we didn't. We shot at the birds that was there. You shot them, boom, they's dead. Well, you know? and we let the birds work. And I that's... You know, that, and we got to enjoy that. So much fun. You know, and kill the birds, let the, let the dog go out there and do his job. You know, so I feel like people, you know, we as hunters, I mean, everybody's guilty of it, but sometimes we put the emphasis on the wrong part of the hunt. Mm-hmm. You well, know, and it, 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 deer hunting, it's even... Right. Worse. You know, it's it's not about going out there and killing a limit. You know, did you go with your buddies? Did you have a good time? Did yeah. your did your dog make a good retrieve? You know. Nobody fell in and got wet. Right. You know, the, the whole the whole deal. Home. I mean, that's you know, we didn't have to change one flight on the trailer. I mean, no. it was a good day, good Tater. Day. Good day. It's all about the memories and how much fun you had. Oh, Absolutely. Well, like I said, we've been going on this snow goose hunt down in Arkansas, well, southern Missouri. For three years, and we ain't killed a handful of Four geese. Four years. We, yeah, we yeah. ain't killed a handful of geese since we've been going, but we go every year. and It's a good group of guys. We have a good time. The guides are always, which, like I said, this year we decided we're going to go with Brad, uh, which you guys will be hearing more about him. He keeps posting videos. The birds are there already. Right. And they ain't even started hunting yet. I think they're going to start hunting this week, Thursday or something like that. Yeah, that's when it opens, I think. But he said that the birds was trying to land on them today while they were setting a spread at that uh, the glory hole or whatever he called it. Yeah. Well, good. So, <laughs> but but I but I feel like you know, kind of circling back to that, you know, more people need to enjoy the hunt and not the Instagram picture. Yep. You know, that's what's got us in trouble because before social media was a thing. Like, I can remember when I was younger. We are that old people that we were before Facebook. Right. 
I never, we'd go out there and kill a deer and we was tickled to death about it. I got old Polaroid camera pictures because that's what we had because I liked them because you could Yeah, and then you could, then you could it write out, at the bottom of it. You know, give you it know? the shake and then you'd write the date. Yep. And all that. And then I had this photo album. And then every time my buddies or we'd always, every year around deer season, we'd dig out the old photo and it had every doe, button, buck. Uh, you bet. Squirrel. Spoonbill, we had skinned up in a tree. It didn't. I'll have to find that thing. It's got some. I got you know, a picture and I posted it to Facebook, I don't know, last year of me. I was about nine or 10 years old. People that think I haven't been waterfowl hunting that long. It was me and I was holding these two geese, Canadian, Canada geese boys. And I'm talking next touch, big touch of the ground. I'm holding them as high as I could. That's how big I was. And it was me and my grandpa. We, we jump shot this, and I'll never forget it. Because we was walking up. My dad just bought these goose floaters. We was excited to use them because these geese have been coming into this pond. He bought four of them. And we're packing them things. I'm all excited to finally use decoys because we didn't have any goose decoys. And I'm creeping, and it's just break of daylight. And I come up over the dam. Well, the geese was already there. And I turned around, and I said, Dad, we ain't going to need these decoys. And he goes, what for? And I said, look. And we peeked up, and they're all just sitting out there on this pond. They never got off of it. They never. And he goes, well. That was a waste of money. He said, throw them down. We threw them down. We just jumped up over the pond dam, shot, shot them on the water. You know, we didn't, oh, yeah. we didn't care. I'm 11 years old trying to shoot this Mossberg 500. You know, boys, I didn't have a youth shotgun. I mean, I had to use a man's gun. Yeah, well, and for those of you that are just listening to this and haven't seen TJ, he's not just a great big fella. So I could imagine when he was Guys, I probably, eight years old. I probably weighed 75 pounds. And I was shooting a full-grown Mossberg gun. 500. 28-inch goose gun. Oh, yeah. I had to, I'd have to shoot it, and I'd have to take it down, pump the shell out, and then go back up. I couldn't do it holding it because <laughs> right. I had to have my hand in front of the trigger guard because I wasn't long enough. Mm-hmm. But Dad said, well, if you're going to hunt, you're going to hunt. You know, I'm not buying you. You know, at that time, he was just bucking ribbits at low boats. He wasn't running the deal. At right. that time, so and you every, know, we didn't have every, the money to buy a, a fancy schmancy youth model shotgun. It was here's your three hundred dollar Mossberg five hundred. Which guys, I hunted with that gun until I was twenty five years old, probably. Now, I mean, I used it for boat paddle. I've used it for. I've still got it stashed over in the shit or in the gun cabinet. It's got it's all and everybody rust, rusted to pieces. Everybody the paints wore off of it, you know, but. Guys, I've killed a lot of critters everybody, with that thing. Everybody that was laughing just now when they were picturing you pulling that gun down to the ground and jacking a shell in there, we all did it when we were that age. Oh, I had to. I couldn't. I wasn't man enough to pump it while I was holding it. <laughs> and I did You know, and we couldn't afford an automatic. That wasn't even in the question. I still don't have an automatic, so there's that. <laughs> I don't either. You know, it, everybody, you know, you'd watch them guys on TV. I can remember we had VHS tapes and it was whistling wings and it was, I can't remember. I think it was Mossy Oak or somebody. And, uh, them guys all had automatic shotguns and they had the Mojo duck, man. The Mojo duck come out. Boy, howdy. They's uptown. Julie watching, Brown. Yeah. We was watching uptown. TNT. It was on TNT cause that's where you used to have to watch oh, yeah. hunting shows. And, uh, that's- the mojo ain't that the one with the wings that just yeah it first circle. come out and that's i was like I oh my gosh dad look at that we gotta have one and he's like well we'll look into him well we drove to bass pro and they had them you know and they's like 150 bucks and my dad's like i ain't <laughs> right. spending 150 bucks on it which is crazy because now 
he'll spend thousand dollars on stuff. Well, not now. He moved to Florida on me. Dang it! But well, what, what's cool now? Is, you know, now you've got the mojo with the remote. Oh, I've got. Well, now I've got nine mojos. Yeah, and I've got a swimming duck that swims in the water. I mean, I've got what? I've got three hundred hey. floating duck decoys. Oh I yeah. Speaking speaking of remote, and I've been watching this, and I don't know. I haven't looked into it yet. If it's legal. I am thinking about getting a remote gobbler this year. Speaking of if it's legal, it is legal. It is legal in the is United States. Legal? I haven't now, looked. Ask me I how. I said the United States of America. I meant Missouri. Ask Hamp, him. How. Hampton asked me how I know. How do you know? Did you ask? Well, yeah, I asked. Or do you have one? Well, oh, I got one. We built, we built one. You yeah. built one? Oh, That's yeah. right. Did you get an RC car? Truck. Monster truck. Yeah. Well, yeah, now yeah. this ain't just no run of the mill. We didn't just go to the Walmarts with an S. It, it ain't one of them hopped up alcohol ones, is it? No, no. But it's it's okay. electric, but it's, it's I mean about the best you can get in the electric world. And we built this sucker, and I mean it's cool. We haven't we haven't tested. We haven't it tried yet. it because we okay. So we called the the GW on it, and he said, "As long what did he tell us?" He said. As long as you do not use it to harass. You right. know, so obviously you couldn't run it down there and, and like run circle, the you know, herd, you. herd them back to you. Yeah. But I mean, if you use it, you know, you know what I'm <laughs> who, saying? Who would do such a thing like that? Well, well see, okay, so, so, then just, we, so then we returned the gas powered one, right? Right. And then we're like, all right, so <laughs> we'll just use the electric. We, had, we, t- we took the coyote decoy off of it because I just had that thought come through my head. I'm probably giving people a bad idea. Yeah, right don't here. do it, folks. But no, that's what he that's what he told us. He said, if you're just using it as like a decoy and driving out there, you know, circling around, whatever, legal. He said, as long as you do not harass the wildlife with it, you're you're good. Yep. Perfectly legal. Yep. So there you go. And we never used it. <laughs> but we got that in our back pocket. We got that in our back pocket. Because that's how desperate we got. I know there's guys laughing on here like, oh, they couldn't kill them. You know, if you yeah. can't kill them, you can't. Hey, guys. Boys, we was trying everything. We, uh, I mean, you know, shot, if somebody would have given us some hen and heat spray and told us it attracted gobblers, we'd have used it. We'd have doused ourselves. Yeah. Sometimes you can throw the kitchen sink at these gobblers and there ain't nothing happening. And most of the time, you can with us. But speaking of turkeys, well, me and Matt and Matt are fixing to head to Nashville, Tennessee on Friday to go to the NWTF show. I th- I'm excited about that. Yep. So anybody listening, if you're down there, I, hunt us up. We'll probably go hang out Joe King for a little bit over there at the Snood booth. So you probably find us there, and I don't know what number it is. You'll have to just look for the Snood brand. Right. There should be a thing there. There'll be a like map. a uh, yeah. But if you, I mean, we'll all have an Ozark Traditions TV hat on. So if you see, well, it'd probably just be the three best looking guys walking around. Most likely, yeah. So there we are. Yeah, because I mean, the, the fourth one can't. The fourth one's not going to be able to go. We'll just look for the long line of people wanting autographs, and we'll be next to that. <laughs> right, we'll be in line. <laughs> we'll be in Find line. Eddie Salter. We'll be in we'll line. We'll be in line trying to talk to him. No, it's going to be a good time. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm going to try to get a haircut. I, I forgot all. You said I was going to get a haircut. I was like, what are you talking about? And I right. forgot he was a barber. Mm-hmm. Anyways. That's awesome. So, Eddie, if you're listening, bring your scissors, buddy. Yeah. That'd be cool, though. Wouldn't it be? Like, if he's down there giving haircuts. Talking turkey hunting. I mean, that would just... That'd be, a, that'd, be, that'd be bald guys lining up to get a haircut. That's right. 
Yeah, but the problem is, you know how them old barbers are? It take him all day cut I one person's hair because they just sit there and talk stories. Yeah, I yeah, buddy, I'd wait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we, we used to always go to the barbershop in Lebanon. It was called Ted's, and the only reason we went is because my dad's name's Ted, and he's like, oh, we got to go to my barbershop. And we'd go down there, and them guys, you, Matt probably knows them. They'd talk and talk, and they couldn't hardly cut hair for nothing. Right. Like, one of them had Parkinson's. Yeah. I mean, he was... <laughs> had the shakes. But by God, when he started cutting hair, he'd straighten right up. And then when he'd go back to talking, I mean, it was just shaking, and I thought... Whew. Get a little nervous. Right, Mel, tell us It'd be nice to have some kind of ear guard, you know? That's all I was worried about. But they always had the best stories. I can remember going in did there. You, and he, did he you ever all kinds of deer and stuff on the wall? Did you ever tell him you ain't got a straight razor in my neck? No, no I didn't know. You know, <laughs> I was too young at that. I can't even grow facial hair now. I didn't have to worry about no straight oh. razor on my neck. No, now I do. Now I'm starting to get right, hair right, in places. That's what I'm saying. But that time I didn't I've have always, hair in places, so I didn't have to. Worry. But we'd always I go always in there. Stop and, in. I always stop into my barber shop about once every week just to just to shoot it and tell good stories myself, whether I need a haircut or not. Yeah, those are those. We need more than barber shops like that. We need. We're gonna have to slow oh, yeah. up and go sometime. Saint Robert. Oh yeah, they got one up there. Hey, well, that's after the podcast deal. All right. It's personal. I mean, nobody. Okay, well, we're going to start your cousin Seawall here pretty soon. Oh, okay. So cool. anybody listening cool. that cares. Yeah, hey, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, Jeff. <laughs> we're fixing to start your job. <laughs> Anyways, I don't know where I. Hey, yeah. Uh, you said St. Robert. I did go. Right, he owns St. Robert Glass. That's it, where it, it makes sense. Makes I get it. It makes perfect sense. I did go get a new camera this weekend. You did? Video camera? Mm-hmm. No, I need to, but. Oh, uh, trail no, camera. I got another game camera. Yeah. Yeah. I'm testing out, and guys, these twenty-eight dollar Tascos at Walmart. I went and bought one. I've got to try it out for twenty-eight bucks. Couldn't pass that. I've got. Did you uh, know that three of them? Three of them. You know that thing has video on it. Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't know how good a quality it is. Oh, it's but TV quality. Well, I'll, I, I'll, I'll I show you one. Of, I'll show you one of mine. They, I tested they do it out. Pictures. They work. I did. I didn't test the video out, but I tested the the light, the flash and stuff out. Mm-hmm. I don't like that, man. It it lights up too much. Yeah. At night. Your nighttime videos looks like you got a spotlight on them, and the deer's Does like, it? like deer's walking by. Like I don't know what that is on that tree, but I'm gonna avoid that. So they look like a, like a well, like somebody's know, the headlights. Yeah, there. it's like somebody's got a dash cam on the front of your truck, and you're like watching the deer walk across. That's how the video at night and the pictures sure. aren't much better at night. But daytime, they work pretty good. So for twenty eight bucks, I mean, it's well, I mean, megapixel. if somebody's I mean, it, somebody listening is wanting to get some trail cameras to look for deer, they'll work. Yeah, that's I just got it for a test. Is all I got. I was testing something out and. I had one camera testing one thing, and I need to Speaking know if so uh, I bought it. And testing, it I seen the he had a new broadhead. He was reviewing. This I thing. saw that as well. So I, I seen that, but what was that? I can't remember the name of it. I couldn't. It actually looked like a legit, like a pretty nice one. It wasn't a crazy one. Yeah, it was like yeah. Which guys, we're talking about Lusk Archery Adventures. Yeah. If anybody's wondering, we had him on last week. Awesome guy. He is the broadhead guru. That's right. Yep. Yeah, this new one was like a six blade. It was a fixed blade. It wasn't a mechanical. Yeah. But it was like it six It had all blades. kinds of blades on it. 
Look, no, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm on it. I'm gonna go find it. In other news, I got a whole spider egg set up for my bass boat. If anybody cares, don't know how to use it, but I got it. I went out tonight, caught five fish. I was excited. Uh, realized you got to have a dip net with a long handle. Cause, uh, tricky, isn't it? You try to boat swing a, a fish with a 15 foot long pole and uh, you just draw a picture. Well, it was 10 foot pole. Thank God. But just draw a picture guys of me. Right. 17 foot bass boat. And not to okay. mention that my Labrador is on the front of the boat trying to catch the fish that's swinging around in the air. It was, a. am uh, it was funny. I'm going to butcher this. Yeah. But I'm going to say it anyways. It's Black Widow Innovations Urchin brought in. Urchin? Like a sea urchin? A-R-A-C-H-N-I-D. Arachnid. Urchin. Arachnid. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how, what, what it is. Right, just I, get but, on Lusk Archery Adventures. Yeah, check it out. Check it out, yeah. guys, if you're interested in it. I mean, that's about what we it. it I'll oh. tell you what it looks like. It looks like a muzzy point yep. with six blades. That's what it looks like to me. Yep. So, so they got one thing. Like go- they got one thing going on. Machine. It's got the muzzy point. So the old yep. chisel tip. All right, guys. Well, we're wrapping up on an hour and some change here. So we'll. Uh, I'm anxious to talk about how the NWTF deal goes. Yeah. Uh. Maybe yeah. we'll meet somebody down there once come on and talk to us. So that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm, we got to thank, thank uh, Freddie King again for coming on. Oh, yeah, Freddie. Thank you. Thanks for coming on here, guys. Or Freddie, he was out trapping right now. That's cool. Yeah. So he, he was probably a, already caught a beaver. Anybody who don't know who he is, get on, go and like him on Facebook. I'm telling you, you don't even have to duck hunt. You'll check out the retriever trainer. Yep. It's legit, guys. Like, it's a legit deal. If you have any kind of a bird dog, or like Matt said, if you're just wanting a dog obedience train, he can do it all. And it, and teach you to do it all. Right. Do it yourself. So, but. All right, guys. From all of us here at Ozark Traditions TV, we thank you guys for listening and uh, can't wait to talk to you next week. The Ozark Traditions TV podcast crew would appreciate it if you leave a five-star rating. And subscribe on your favorite podcast apps so you don't miss an episode. And also, be sure to check out our hunting episodes on our YouTube channel and don't forget to subscribe. While you're on the web, head on over to our Facebook page and click on the follow and like button to see what the Ozark Traditions TV crew is up to. Ozark Traditions TV would like to thank you for joining in to this week's podcast. Be sure to tune in on our next weekly podcast as we bring the outdoors inside from all of us at ozark traditions tv we thank you for listening and remember if you see us out in god's country stop us we'd like to meet you